Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to encourage you in your faith or help you find some faith in the right things, like the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of the universe, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and he is uh, on the throne right now as we speak, watching all of this go down on this planet, and uh, what a beautiful thing it is. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America into the Republic, for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided, but liberty and justice for some, those that are connected to the right folks, or have the right job, or have the right amount of money, or... I know there's a lot of ways to be connected, I guess, but only a few are. If you're conservative, if you're uh, someone who appreciates the founding of this country, appreciates the Christian worldview, someone who appreciates uh, Donald Trump, appreciates or the policies of Donald Trump, not necessarily his personality sometimes, but I think he's gotten better, actually. Watch him speak. But. He calls it as it is, and anytime you start speaking truth to power or truth to um, situations like the COVID-19 pandemic, um, to people who want to circumvent the truth, to people who want to circumvent uh, the situation or um, use it for their own gain, use it for their own power, their own status, their own, uh, you know, we've seen some really interesting things. And there's a movie that uh, just came out by the Epic Times that I'm looking forward to uh, looking into because it's it's uh, speaking of that. It's uh, discussing the fact that they used the COVID-19 pandemic for things they should not have and um, did some things within uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, the medical community, the uh, people in power, people and the government, uh, the health departments. Uh, you know, it's, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a very interesting thing that we've seen the last couple of years. We've seen circumvention of the truth at every stop, you know, two weeks to slow the spread. Next thing you know, two years later, they're still trying to put masks on people getting on airplanes for something that's treatable, for something that if you just gave everybody ivermectin and uh, some other safe things along the way, vitamin D, you know, other things, and then COVID-19 ends up being like the flu. It's going to affect some people differently but they tried to make it a lot worse than it was so that they could scare you into doing what they wanted you to do and fear causes people to do crazy things when people are f afraid so you know they're it's not over folks you know you have a group of folks that want a one world government a uh situation where people are controlled people are manipulated people are uh, told what to do and they do it and others are in power you know it's the serfdom approach right you have the the folks in the white towers and the serfs and i think it's probably you know the desire has been there for many years ever since the middle ages or beyond before that when kings existed and you look at the Old Testament and the Bible and talks a lot about kings, the king of this city, the king of that city. And uh, 
men in their simple state and their prideful states desire power over others. And it's an odd thing, but uh, humility, servanthood does not come naturally to us. That's why I'm one of the reasons I believe Christ has called us to that as Christians and to be servants of others, to be mindful of others over and above our own needs, our own selves. But we here at It's a Religion start with the Word of God, start with the Bible. We did that back in January 1st. We started with Genesis 1-1 because we believe that we were created beings. Uh, we were created with the intention of having a relationship with our Creator. And God created all of this uh, by the Word of His mouth, by the Word of His power. Um, and, you know, people will say, well, that's not scientific, and I just... Again, I contrast that with the theory of evolution, which says millions of years and soup. That's what it boils down to, folks. I mean, you can dress it up all you want, but you got millions of years and soup or something with intelligence. Someone with intelligence created all this. And when you look at our creative ability as humans, to me, it's just natural to say, yeah, you know what? The human genome, the programming that went into that, the intelligence that went into that, could not have happened by random chance. Random chance doesn't create anything. It doesn't design anything. It doesn't do anything. So good luck with that. Millions of years in soup. So we're looking at the word life in the Bible right now. And we looked at it in Genesis and Exodus. We're going to go to uh, Leviticus now and Deuteronomy. And we're going to work our way through the Bible and just see what the Bible has to say about life, uh, the word. And so uh, Leviticus 17 says this, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that makes an atonement for the soul. Now that's God's design in his economy. You know, blood atones for sin. And that is the, the reason why Jesus Christ, the perfect sacrifice, was able to atone for our sin with his blood. Um having died for us. And there was a whole system of things before Christ came that the Jews had to perform in order to cover their sin, in order to atone for their sin. And that was the blood of animals that was used for this. But right here, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I think that proves itself out over and over again. You know, people cannot live without blood flowing through their veins. Um, taking uh, nutrients to organs, taking... Uh, things through their body, you know, protecting the body from things. Um, and the, the human body, really any creative being on this planet, any kind of being on this planet is an amazing thing. I, it just, it boggles my mind that people could sit here and think you have, that that could be caused by an accident, by random chance. And you have to suppress the truth and unrighteousness to do that. For it is the life of all flesh, the blood of it is for the life thereof. Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, you shall eat the blood of no manner of flesh. For the life of all flesh is the blood thereof. Whosoever eat it shall be cut off. That's why I do not have a bloody steak. I don't like the, the sound of that. Neither shall you take a wife or her sister to vex her, to uncover her nakedness beside the other in her lifetime. So uh, apparently what Jacob did was not a good idea because he was married to two sisters. Moreover, ye shall take no satisfaction for the life of a murderer, which is guilty of death, but he shall be surely put to death. 
So murderers are given what their due is. Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently. This is moving on to Deuteronomy. Lest you forget the things which your eyes have seen unless they depart from your heart all the days of your life. But teach thy sons and thy sons' sons, which were encouraged to teach uh, our sons and our sons' sons the ways of the Lord. That you might fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, you and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of your life, and that they may be prolonged. Only be sure that thou do not eat blood, for blood is the life, and you may not eat the life with the flesh. So again, they had to, uh, they do a, a thing where they completely bleed out uh, any meat. That's called, the word kosher is used to make sure that, uh, there's no blood in the meat that people eat. So if you eat kosher meat, you have, don't have to worry about blood being in it. You shall eat no leavened bread. With it seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, nor with even the bread of affliction. For you came forth out of the land of Egypt in haste. You may remember the day which you came forth out of the land of Egypt all the days of your life. So God is encouraging the Israelites to remember uh, all the days of their life what he did for them in Egypt, bringing them out of captivity, bringing them out of bondage and christ does that for us he says take the uh, fruit of the cup and the uh, bread that represents my body that was broken for us and remember what i did for you to cover your sin to release you from your bondage to sin deuteronomy 17 and it shall be with him that he shall read therein all the days of his life and he may learn to fear the lord his god to keep all the words of his law and these statutes to do them Deuteronomy 19, and thy eyes shall not pity, but life shall go for life. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. So this is where we get this concept that uh, if you take someone's life, you must give your life. And uh, But then, you know, Christ adds to that the idea of grace uh, and forgiveness, which is uh, is an amazing thing. So when you shall besiege a city a long time, making war against it, take it. You shall not destroy the trees thereof by forcing an axe against them, for you may eat of them, and you shall not cut them down. For the tree of the field is man's life to employ them in the siege. So apparently God loves trees. But I think it's more about the fact that life comes from um some of the trees, like olive trees and dates and things like that. No man shall take the nether or the upper millstone to pledge, for he takes a man's life to pledge. Not sure what all that means. And thy life shall hang in the doubt before thee, and you shall fear day and night, and shall save none assurance of thy life. See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. That is Deuteronomy chapter 30. Life and good and death and evil, folks. That's still before us each day. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that you both and thy seed may live. That you may love the Lord thy God and that you may obey his voice and you may cleave unto him for he is thy life. And the length of your days that you may dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers, and to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. For it is not a vain thing for you, because it is your life. And through this thing you shall prolong your days in the land, whether you go over Jordan to possess it. But again, 
you go back and choosing life, folks. That's that's when you trust in Christ, you're choosing life. And the Israelites had that choice to follow God and his commandments as a means to an end, right? When they're trusting in God and not following their own ways, following their own wisdom and edicts and um, the wisdom of man. And we still have that choice. You know, when I started the show, you have the choice of following millions of years in a bowl of soup or the Lord Jesus Christ. That's really the the only two choices you have because everything else is a representation or a fabrication or a, uh, I should say, misrepresentation. Any other religion is false. Any other truth that man tries to give you is false. The idea that somehow you can take God's word and make it your own to your own uh, view is just circumventing the word of God. You know, God is God. Either he is or he isn't. And if you believe that he is, why would you not follow him truthfully? Follow him in the way that he has called you to do. And we see a lot today where people are trying to circumvent the word of God to their own ends. Uh, You know, especially in in this whole idea of LGBTQ stuff. Um, But now uh, trans stuff and all this other, all these other things that people want to accommodate that want to, you know, it's not good enough that you don't, uh, you accept people for who they are and encourage them in, in the truth. Um, whether they or not, they want to follow it. You know, you're free to choose what you want to do, but a lot of people now, uh, want you or want you to be forced to believe what they, uh, believe. And, you know, Christianity doesn't do that. We don't force you to believe in Jesus Christ as a creator. You're free to believe otherwise, right? But in forcing, you know, if you don't bake a cake for someone uh, because you don't believe in what they're doing or you don't agree with what they're doing, um, they want to force you to do it anyway. And things like that. You know, there's a lot of examples of, of that type of thing. But... As Christians, we need to realize that that is the sinfulness of man. It's going to cause people to do things to try and make themselves feel like they're uh, in the right. That they're, you know, we all want to be right at the end of the day. And I think if we if we just consider that um, as part of the equation, we can approach things with a, a little bit different attitude about how we approach things. So, but there is a uh, a movie that uh, Epic Times came out with. I encourage everybody to check that out. Uh, it has to do with um, uh, the COVID nineteen pandemic and what really occurred over the last couple of years. And we really need to stand our ground, folks, uh, and not succumb to evil people. You know, I believe Anthony Fauci at the head of NIH is one of the most evil people on this planet right now. He's not a Christian, though he may claim to be. Joe Biden's not a Christian, though he may claim to be. Nancy Pelosi's not a Christian, though she may claim to be. It's it's the easiest thing in the world to claim to be something. But actions speak loud in words, as my wife has always told me. And uh, we need to let our actions as Christians um, be... 
the light that shines. Um, the light that shines uh, into this world, into the, our societies, into situations. You know, when I look at the news and I look at the whole thing with Russia and Ukraine and China and Taiwan, which is coming to your town soon, um, Iran shooting missiles at us. Uh, you know, I mean, the world's not stupid. These dictators and other people that want power, want influence, when they see a weak president in the U.S., it just it causes all kinds of bad stuff. You know, the reason why nothing, none of this happened when Trump was there is because these people didn't know what, what he would do. And that's a good thing. Um, and he, you know, I, yeah, I digress. But that's really one of the few things that our, our federal government should be doing is building the military and building roads, those two things, and uh, protecting our borders instead of protecting another country's borders without caring about our own. But that's another story. We have a lot of really, uh, it's unfortunate, we have a lot of politicians that are, just bad. You know, I don't know how else to put it. You know, these people get elected and go to Washington and lose their minds. Are the end times upon us? Yeah, they're saying that, that our consulate in northern Iraq was struck with missiles launched from Iran. So more to come on that. I'm sure Joel will have some response for that thing. So... You know, the world has been in tumult and turmoil ever since Adam took the the fruit, right? And so that's not going to change. But what can change for you is if you put your trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you will become a different person. And that is a fact. That is something that will happen. And then as you endure in that change and continue in that change, um, Christ will continue to change you. And give your, not a better life, best life now, but a best life to come. So have a great day, everybody. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my